Okay, so let's just sit quietly um, and so now towards the end of this weekend, um, the possibility of just sitting in the field of the group, in the field of this room, kind of a sense of being meditated. Uh, and uh, doing less and less. Just, just breathing with the whole body. And listening. Listening with the whole body. Sitting with a heart like the sky. doing nothing and just being here, here where you always are. And here doesn't change. What is happening is changing, but here it never changes.
we can remember that there's always the possibility of gladdening our heart. But uh, more important is even to remember that the peace without cause is always here. It is here. Here is the peace without cause. You can't get it, you are it. And sometimes peace is appearing within the peace without cause, and sometimes drama is appearing within the peace without cause. It has nothing to do with how you feel. The peace without cause is including peace and war.
life is happening within the peace of the peace without cause not only that it is life is a display of the peace without cause like the waves are the display of the ocean Emptiness is form, form is emptiness. Emptiness is not other than form, and form is not other than emptiness. May there be peace, Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. That is good. But there's, uh, not that there's no questions, but they don't seem to be relevant. <coughs> and in a way, that's true. <laughs> yes? Devin, it's a big topic, but you said yesterday that everything is perfect at some point. And I can experience that in practice sometimes. And then I open my eyes and see a world with a lot of imperfection. 
climate change and systemic racism. Mm. Mm. And my, my personal experience is that coming from a like, place of a sense of perfection empowers me to react to the world. But I was just curious what the teaching say, says about everything is perfect as it is and still engaging. Could be uh, uh, it could be uh, it could be that there might be a misunderstanding of what is meant with perfect. If if you if you put uh, perfect and good uh, kind of together, uh, that's not what that perfect in this context means. Just to quote uh, Martinus here, there's only good things, the difficult good things and the good good things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can all, one can all, I mean, perfect here means it is what it is and it can't be different. It's kind of undeniable, undeniable that it is what it is. This, this is what it is. Uh, and it could also connect with. Um, the word perfect here con could connect with uh, the uh, could connect with the peace without a cause. So that that, that there is. that there is something else going on. And uh, I, uh, I appreciate what you say that uh, in the sense of uh, everything is as it is, in that relaxation and, and in that not tensing against what is, that somehow the responses are more loving or more creative or more relaxed or so the, the the peace without cause is not the peace of the peace without cause is not passive sometimes it is because that's often the appropriate response to what is happening is to do nothing 
And that's never the approach of the narrative self. Sometimes the best response, the most valid response to this is rest. So I think that kind of interpretation of you know, everything is perfect and therefore there's nothing I need to do, that's a story of the narrative self. Whereas if there's an experience of everything is perfect, There is there's somehow there's a loving creativity in that, but that's already a bit too concrete. But um, this is at least that is happening. <laughs> so uh, uh, even without describing it or you know uh, trying to figure out how that works, but. Um, But this is what, what seems to happen. Uh, that those people who don't give a shit at all, that they are the most creative and loving and amazing people. People who are free. Who don't have an agenda. No, no ego-driven agenda. Yeah. Yes, and then so you no know, different tradition uh, makes stories around that. You know, so like the 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 luminous creativity of Buddha nature and things like that. But that's like also. Myths for narrative self, so that we have some faith and some trust. And I mean, for the narrative self, if someone says, nothing matters. My secret is that nothing matters. It sounds horrible. <laughs> but then if you if you uh, if you look into the into the life of a person who experiencing that, wow, there can be so much admiration and so much wow, how is how is how is this person how is that working? Yeah, this person says, it works. It is working because nothing matters. Nothing is really happening. That, were, that was the last words of the Karmapa. Nothing ever happens. 
and then look at his, at his life. Apparently, so much happened, so much goodness happened. So often these teachers say they don't they don't say what they really think because it's too threatening. It's too it sounds nihilistic. So they tell all these stories about stuff. Yeah. It is also a little difficult. I, I mean I can see this of course this perspective you're talking about, but it just keep coming up Syria and uh, Moria camp in this, mm -hmm. this uh, refugees camp in Lesbos. And I mean, it's easy for us to sit here with peace. I mean, yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, the Kamapa would 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 in the midst of the refuge camp yeah. feel, and yes. and of course there he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, uh, teach. He would give people food. but without a gender, mm. without tensing, without trying not to feel the pain around him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and the suffering in the refuge camp is my suffering and yours. Mm. It is already like that. And of course, the narrative self can't, can't hold that, so it needs to tense against it and maybe have guilt of, oh, I'm, I'm here in the north of Denmark, and I, yeah, so, but it is already our suffering. It is happening within us. Yeah, and the kind of struggle with, and, and you know, this is, you know, I quoted the Heart Sutra in this meditation. What I'm ta talking about is, you know, this is not like Stefan Pender made up, you know, it's what, I mean, if there's something, uh, you know, the Buddha really said, uh, if that is maybe preserved, one can't be sure, mm -hmm. then I would go for the Heart Sutra. Because in the Heart Sutra, the Buddha is saying what he really means. That's at least what the Tibetans say. So they say that's, that's the place where, the only place where he says what he really means. Everything else is myth, everything else is stories for narrative selves. Emptiness is form, form is emptiness. Nothing really happens. Apparently, yes, obviously. And it's undescribable and ungraspable. To, so to try to, to try to figure it out and to kind of reconcile it somehow with some strategies of the narrative self. It's not going to work. Yeah. 
And and uh, yeah, and in the meantime, there's there uh, there's nothing wrong in gladdening the heart with progressive path methods, and and then uh, and then uh, not getting the answer, but becoming the answer. And then the questions are not answered from the point of view of the narrative self, but they don't make sense. They cease. The questions cease. These kind of questions. They, they just cease. And then, how the heck can you share this? <laughs> That's why the Buddha, after his awakening, he 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 made the decision. And I'm just keep I'm just keeping quiet. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. And then he changed his mind. But uh, it was his his first response. This is this is nothing I can share. It's impossible to share. Yes, so well, maybe that's a good place to close in confusion. <laughs> so that's always my hope uh, that there's enough confusion, but not too much. Yeah. Because if there's too much confusion, then something in you gives up or. Uh, so just enough confusion.